Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Customer Experience Radio. Brought to you by Heineken Company, real estate advisors specialized in corporate relocation. Now, here's your host, Jill Heineck. Good morning and welcome to this very special edition of Customer Experience Radio. I'm your host, Jill Hynek, and I'm a business owner, real estate advisor, and customer experience enthusiast. As many of you know, my boutique real estate group has specialized in helping families move with or without a job for the past 20 years. Relocation has many moving parts, and it takes experience, expertise, and patience to coach our transferees through the process. As relocation partners, we serve as an extension of the company, an outsourced relocation department, if you will. The main goal is to alleviate the HR and management team of having to know all things Relo. By partnering with experts in each area of Relo, it becomes a smoother, less stressful experience for both the company and the transferee. And that's why I'm excited to have Lauren Herring, CEO of Impact Group, on the show today to talk about how they're helping clients get top talent on the job faster and with greater productivity, especially in today's climate. I I really appreciate the foundation upon which Impact was founded, and that is you know, the struggle families go through during a relocation, it's hard enough as it is. Let's try to alleviate a little bit of this job transition period. With the right career coaching, you can minimize extra stress and make every move easier on employees and their families. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you, Jill. Glad to be here. I'm so happy to see you. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit of background of who you are and what your journey has been to this point? Absolutely. Impact Group is a second-generation women-owned business, and we specialize in relocation support, outplacement, and leadership development. I have been CEO for a little over 10 years now, which is hard to believe. And interestingly, uh, since you just asked about my journey, uh, part of my journey is that I never really saw myself as CEO of Impact Group, even growing up with the business. So my mom started the company in 1988. I was about 10 at the time and did odd jobs with the business over the years. And um, it was I always refer to it as my little sister, if you will, when I was younger. But um, went away to college, thought I would go work on the coasts in some high-flying corporate job or something like that. And interestingly, um, at a pivotal point, I was in a career transition myself. I was a couple years out of college, having done some volunteer service work for a little bit in Puerto Rico. And I was trying to figure out what my next step was going to be. So I had my own career journey. And my mom was just diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, so fortunately, she's well now after two two battles fighting it, but still still kicking and doing great. Wow. But at that point in 2001, I decided that it was time for me to focus on family. I came back home to St. Louis and started out working on projects for the company. And before long, I was enjoying what I was doing, liking the people I was working with and loving being with family. And St. Louis, where I'm born and raised, uh, wasn't as terrible as I remembered it to be. So (laughs) anyway, I made the conscious decision to come back to St. Louis, join the family business, and everything took off from there. That's fantastic. Well, um, I think it was around the time you were taking over that we met at ERC, and I want to say it was either Dallas or D.C. I just remember you in a red dress, and black heels and we were standing at a high top and I remember we had connected on LinkedIn and I said we are finally going to talk 
<laughs> and now we're really talking. This is a great. Okay. <laughs> so again, thanks so much for being here. So tell us a little, I know you just gave us a little intro about the impact group, but talk, talk a little bit more about what your lines of business are and what you're focused on these days. Sure. At our core, we are a career development company and focusing on career development through coaching. So I mentioned before, we have relocation, outplacement, and leadership development. So in the relocation space, we help with families transitioning into the new location. And we specifically are supporting dual career spouses and partners, as well as the general family needs to help them settle in and feel at home again as quickly as possible. The idea here is that by helping that employee and family settle in, they are going to feel at home faster. Your employee is going to feel more committed and more connected to the community and to the role, and you're going to get that productivity that much faster. Um, In the other areas of our business, um, in corporate outplacement, that's a part of our business right now in the days of the COVID pandemic that uh, we're actually seeing quite an uptick in our business. So while the relocation business is down, outplacement is up because that is a service that is aligned with organizations downsizing. So we provide career coaching support on behalf of the company to the individuals who are moving on to their next opportunity. And what's great is both in the relocation and in the outplacement space, uh, our data backs this up, but also it's uh, actually academic research that people who work with a coach, an impact group, like I said, has similar experiences, are about uh, are, are likely to find a job in about twice, twice as fast as if they're searching on their own. So having that career coach support really makes a difference. And the final area that we focus on is leadership development. And as a women-owned business, one of our areas of specialty is in women in leadership. I love this. I love this so much. So let's talk a little bit about what you just mentioned, and that is, um, you know, dual spousal support where you have the transferee and their accompanying talent um, coming with them onto the job. And Um, I have been such a big proponent of having companies buy into the fact that it's not just about the transferee, it's actually the same, if not more important for that traveling and accompanying spouse to, um, to feel just as included in the transfer and, you know, integrated as quickly into the community. So talk a little bit about what that looks like right now. So let's start with the transferee. And what kinds of things are you focused on when you're, what kinds of things are you saying to them to get them uh, in that mindset? Well, one of the things I've heard one of your previous guests say is that EX equals CX. So the employee experience drives your customer experience. And one of the things that the services that we provide offer a company is an enhanced employee experience throughout their transition. So one of the things that we oftentimes see in a relocating family is there are so many moving parts, there's so much to do, and frankly, so little time. And one of the things that we're able to give people is we're able to give them back the gift of time, whereas uh, they might have to be going out and doing all this research on the new community, whether it's on schools or on doctors or um, 
you know, what is that one make or break thing? I have a gymnast daughter and she's going to be an Olympian. What are those resources that are going to help her be successful in that new community? Some of those things are make or break factors in accepting a transition or a uh, or or being successful if that doesn't uh, work. So, for example, um, I am familiar with an individual that we didn't work with, but um, they had a deaf daughter, and unfortunately, in in the community they moved into, they were not able to get plugged into the community for the deaf resources for their daughter. Well, guess what? That was so critical to them being successful in their new location that that was a failed relocation and they went back to their old location. Right. So that's an example of what are those things that are going to be key in making a relocation successful and how do you make sure to address that really proactively in the situation where the, the company can address it proactively through services like impact groups. Right. So that sounds like to me that it's not only, you know, the job career coaching, transition coaching, um, but it's also somewhat like destination services. And for some listeners who don't know what that is, typically that is when you get to a location, there's what I would call your um, high level welcome wagon, just kind of giving you kind of a lay of the land, helping you get plugged in, like you said, to different resources in the new community and to help you understand what that community is going to offer you and your family. So is that, would you call, is that what you're calling that? I know you said something about integrative services. Um, Right. We call that integration or also um, settling in services. And a lot of times what we find, especially on the domestic side is that uh, people spend so much time focusing on the real estate side with settling in to the community. Right. And obviously, the primary focus of the agent is on the real estate. Right. And so then there's all these other ancillary parts of right. the settling in and the integration into the community that sometimes don't necessarily happen immediately. And so you move in to four months later, all of a sudden, you're missing these other routines. So The other part that is very critical to our service in the integration is the coaching, which almost takes on a form of life coaching for the family to make sure that they're doing everything they need to do to settle in and and feel at home again as quickly as possible. Then, of course, the the career piece is a little bit more self-explanatory in terms of how the employee is able to feel that much more secure in the location because their spouse or partner is able to find employment. They have two incomes coming in again for all of those reasons. So from a domestic perspective, are you um, in the major markets, you know, that you would think of in the U.S.? Yeah, we're in all the major markets, but we also deliver this service virtually um, okay. because obviously in the age that we're in, uh, we uh, are able to provide very similar levels of service, uh, no matter where you are. And then domestic and internationally, we're in about 50 countries as well. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that um, what I think that we also want to talk about is the, um, the accompanying talent and what kind of support that you're providing to them. Um, is there anything specific about the integration services that you feel stand out um, that really you're clients have felt like that was put them over the edge in terms of comfort level? 
Yeah, I think the uh, the key example for the integration service is the, the fact that we're proactive. So rather than um, waiting to be asked about um, you know what it is that they that will help make this a successful transition. Impact group coaches are making sure they understand what are those key factors that will make a family feel at home again, and then getting them either the resources or coaching the family on how they can make that happen for themselves. And the fact that it's also proactive over time. So Mm -hmm. again, a lot of times what we see in the relocation industry is there's a lot of support right up front at the time of the move. And then all of a sudden, it's really two to four months later that all of a sudden people are realizing, wow, it's really lonely here, or I'm having trouble connecting, or my daughter isn't feeling uh, like she's making friends at school. How do I deal with that? Well, that's where the coaching experience of our coaches is able to pinpoint some of those issues and, uh, and then support the parents in that case, through mm-hmm. helping their daughter through that transition. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, I mean, I, you know, I'm sold and I always have been on this kind of support through a relocation because it's not just about packing up your house and showing up on the job. There's obviously so much more to it. So let's talk a little bit about your corporate client who is, you know, offering these transfers to candidates and, um, you know, what are the, what are the conversations that you're having with clients around, um, the importance of this support and, um, you know, the impact that it does have on a successful relocation? Sure. Well, one of the things that we're seeing more and more focus on these days is dual careers. We know that especially with millennial generation and the generation to follow, uh, Z, that, Dual careers are basically expected uh, in in those generations and not necessarily in a way where, well, I'm uh, the employee is the main breadwinner and someone else has some menial job that they just follow. You used a word, uh, a phrase that I have started using as well, Jill, which is accompanying talent. These are not trailing spouses. Trailing spouses gives you the idea that someone's being dragged by her hair behind the employee. And we're talking about people with advanced degrees, people with equal education and career opportunity in front of them as the employee that we're talking about. So um, in fact, the uh, impact group people perspective on relocation survey that we just released um, shows that the average spouse salary is over $75,000. So that's the average. So you can imagine these are not menial jobs by any means. Um, So with that being said, organizations are recognizing that if they're going to get their top talent to move, then they have to be doing something for that partner and uh, accompanying talent as well. In fact, one of our clients has acknowledged that they use this service as a part of their diversity plan to increase their women in leadership because they know that women are even more attuned to what their husband's needs are relating to careers than the other way around, unfortunately. But, um, but I think that's changing. I think that there are, uh, there's recognition across the board that 
that the, the dual career spouse and partner is going to be a critical factor. And, and so those are some of the conversations that we're having with our clients to make sure that they recognize uh, that maybe old stereotypes aren't necessarily the way that things are working nowadays and that uh, there is a lot of interest in, in what they can do to support a, a positive transition along those lines. I love that. So what else do you see that is trending right now, whether it be with, you know, corporate client requests um, or transferee or, um, you know, accompanying talent? What What is trending as far as you can see and that whether it's COVID related or not in 2020, what have you been saying? Yeah, we're really putting a lot of focus on what's going on in the news that people's minds are so focused on the pandemic, the racial justice, things like that. So we've actually been having a lot of conversations with our coaches on how they can be supporting their participants and transferees through these uh, challenging days. So um, we're doing quite a bit on the pandemic in terms of making sure our coaches are prepared on some of the latest job search related techniques that they need to be working with people on as well as um, offering webinars specifically to spouses on job search during the pandemic. Uh, We've also created resources for for our our participants to access information about uh, COVID and where they can go. And obviously there's a lot of other places they can get those resources, but we want to make sure that, that, if they happen to come looking for them from us, that we've got them. Um, the the other thing that this particular job market with the record levels of unemployment has made us think about is what can we do for people we've worked with in the past that might need some support right now. So we have actually opened up our uh, our website. We have a job search career portal called My Impact with a tremendous amount of content access to live and recorded webinars, access to databases that are subscription only. And we have opened up that portal to participants in the past who might be able to use it. And so we've offered that um, to the people who we've worked with in the number of past number of years. And we have gotten people taking us up on that offer uh, after uh, what must be a situation where they, um, they had a job and then now in this situation, find themselves on the market again. Um, So just so our listeners understand, um, we, I just want to get an idea of who your typical client is, uh, who hires you. So would it be the corporation? Would it be the third party? Is it either one? Um, Do the transferees, you know, are they, is your service recommended to the transferee and the transferee makes that call? How does that work? Great question, Jill. So our services are typically uh, purchased by either the corporation directly or it's part of the policy and the third party relocation management company will implement that policy. I would say we have a lot of direct corporate clients where they specify that 100% of transferees are eligible for this service. And so then what happens is that the third party will authorize the service and then we will introduce it to the employee and or the spouse partner. And so what's great about that process 
is because this is a very personal part of the relocation, but it's outside the scope of the regular relocation concept of moving people from A to B and all the details uh, included with that. Uh, we often find that the relocation counselors, there's a lot of questions that might come up that the relocation counselors can't necessarily answer, right. uh, which is fine because they have to know so many things about so many other aspects of right. this uh, relocation process. So we encourage in those situations for them to be authorized to us and we will do the outreach and explain the value of this service and how unlike a lot of the other services in relocation, that this service is not going to ask them to do more things that are going to go on their to-do list. This is a service oftentimes that will take things off of their to-do list and provide resources that are specifically just for them and make them feel very supported in the process. Which is a giant bonus. Yeah. Um, and and if they decide they don't want it, there's no charge for that initial right. assessment. But if we can do that initial assessment, usually what we find is that 70 to 80 percent of people who are authorized for the service will take us up on moving forward with it. Right. So let's talk a little bit about how you're motivating your coaching teams and um your, your support teams on how to deliver these excellent experiences to the transferees and their partners as they relocate so that, you know, overall relocations are successful. I mean, I'm guessing given your success over the years, um, you have a very small um, percentage of failed relocations. Um, you know, nothing is perfect. We know this. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I know knowing your company, how um, dedicated you are to improving that experience year over year. So talk to me a little bit about and tell our listeners how you're, you're you know, motivating your coaches and what you're doing behind the scenes to get them to continue to want to pr- provide this experience to the transferees. Great. Well, we have actually recently reorganized our coaching team so that we are no longer um, focused on individual uh, product lines, but we have overall a concept of coaching excellence at Impact Group. And this has really taken our coaching team to the next level because we are thinking in terms of big picture coaching excellence and then bringing that down to what are the actionable things that coaches need to do to be successful. So one of the things that we implemented over the last couple of years is a coaching certification that all of our coaches have um, under their belts now. And and so that's great because it means that we are uh, consistently applying our best practices as well as the coaches are motivated by the fact that they are Uh, building in their repertoire of uh, capabilities as well, not to mention the fact that they have another certification behind their name. So uh, that's one thing. Uh, We are also providing um, uh, content to the coaches uh, in the form of lunch and learns and other types of training and specific pathways. So for example, um, we are just releasing with so many changes in the visa landscape, for example, we're releasing a new pathway to make sure all of our coaches are trained on visas um, mm-hmm. and, and what is our role as a career coach in the world of visas and right. what is not our role and where we start uh, 
creeping into giving legal advice and where we want to stay away from. And so, maybe, yes. and, and so just providing clarity like that also mm-hmm. is a, a big motivator for the coaching team because now they know exactly what they're, what they're responsible for and what they don't necessarily need to be focused on. And, um, and, and the other piece is just making sure that especially in these times of uh, virtual life that we're staying connected as a community. And so that's something that our team, our coaching excellence team has been doing a wonderful job of making sure that we're checking up on each other, even though we're a virtual team, even though uh, we, we are all over the world, that we're staying very connected and, um, and that they're still feeling like they're a part of the team. Well, I mean, that's a huge part, you know, keeping you guys connected then keeps everyone else connected that you're, you know, you're touching, which I think is, you know, it's key to a success, particularly now. So Lauren, let's talk about something very exciting, your upcoming book um, with the title being Take Control of Your Job Search, 10 Emotions You Must Master to Land the Job. And I believe it's being released July of this year, correct? Yes. Very exciting. July 14th. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about what prompted you to write this book. A number of years ago, Impact Group started a product development process on our job search just to make sure that we're really addressing the needs of today's contemporary job seeker. We use the design thinking process that I'm sure a lot of your customer experience aficionados are familiar with, meaning that we're looking at what is that user experience and how do we make sure that our service is supporting those specific needs. Well, in addition to the resume and the social media and the interviewing guidance and everything that we currently include, one of the things that became so clear of the value of our service was that emotional support provided by the coach. And as I started to think through some of the challenges that people experience in job searching on their own, where are they getting that emotional support to ride the ups and downs out. And so I knew that I had another book in me. I wrote a book a couple of years ago called This Side Up, A Simple Guide to Your Successful Relocation. And uh, so I knew that I had a book in me on job search, but I was looking for the angle. What is going to be unique? Of course, there's thousands of job search books out there already. Why should someone read what I'm going to write? And what I'm so excited about is Take Control of Your Job Search is the only job search book out there right now that is truly focused on how you manage your emotions so that you can master them and help land that job faster. So I'm really excited about what this is going to offer to job seekers out there, especially right now during a challenging economic period and job market in the age of uh, COVID-19, where there are legitimate fears around financial security, health security, emotions have never run higher in a job search. Right. Right. And couple that with taking on a transfer. Um, That is, you know, because then you add that whole layer of concern for health and finances while you're in midst of a transfer and then you get to the new location and what does it look like health-wise when you get there and so that just I mean that's probably another 10 layers I I, that that's just just a lot already and then you have well and I I have a lot of case studies and personal examples in 
the in the book. And and one, for example, is um, where we're talking about the emotion anger. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times in the job search, you think about anger, maybe I'm angry that I got let go. And right. so I'm angry at my former company or my former boss. Uh, I have an example in the in the book that talks about a woman who quit her job to relocate with her fiance. And so she's struggling in finding a job. She's angry at him. She's even more angry at herself for putting herself in this position and angry at the new location that doesn't have the job opportunities that she thinks you know, she should be uh, expecting. And so how do you deal with a situation like that um, when emotions are high anyway because right. of a relocation? And now you have to go out and network. You have to interview and be professional. But if you've got all these emotions bottled up inside of you, guess what? They're going to come out one way or the other. That's right. And whether or not you are expressing those emotions um, consciously during your interview, uh, the the um, energy is there, right? So exactly. the interviewer or whomever you're speaking with will feel it regardless. <laughs> yes. And, and that is exactly what I say in the book. So you're mm-hmm. right on that. Even if you think you've got your emotions under control and you're, if, if they're under the surface, they're going to come out one way or the other. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, how do they, how do the emotions play out differently for a relocating spouse or company talent compared to someone who might've just lost their job? Yeah, well, so that example I just gave is a perfect situation where uh, that woman had lots of emotions uh, for uh, around regret. Should I have not uh, right. t- done this or should should we have not taken this move and would we have been better off? So there's a lot of uh, emotions kind of comparing the old location versus the new location. Uh, another situation is sometimes if you're moving to a place of lower uh, cost of living, if the spouse has quit a job in New York, let's say, and is now looking for a job in um, St. Louis, where I'm at, well, guess what? You know, you're not likely to find the same salary level. And so, how do right. you adjust your emotions around that and come to grips with the fact that? While you may have been worth X in New York, you're worth Y in St. Louis. Is that emotion or ego? Well, it's it's <laughs> all of the above. Um, I think it's it's ego, but then you create emotions around it. And right. so one of the things that I talk about in that situation is how do you make sure you're getting the facts? So you right. might be thinking you're worth $100,000, but if those jobs pay $70,000 in St. Louis, then it's just, it's just important to know that. So it's not right. a statement about your value or your worth as a job seeking individual, but it's a value. It's, it's, it's more about what's that market in That's that location. Right. And so how can you take the emotion out of it and put more concrete factors in? It's very similar to the real estate market. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so your house might be awesome, but will someone pay what you're what you paid or would be willing to pay for it today? I don't know. Exactly. Um, we won't Great know until we're in the market, right? So um so let's talk a little bit more about um the transferees experience from maybe from the from the moment that they decide that they are taking the, the transfer. 
Um, and what's their first touch with you? Their first touch with us is usually when they've been referred to us by the relocation management company. So even in a case where we are, have a direct relationship with a client, right. oftentimes the referral comes through a relocation management company and mm-hmm. we are making outreach to that employee or spouse partner and uh, explaining what it is that we can do, how we can help them have an easier job search, how we can help them settle into their new location faster, and uh, and helping to paint a picture of what working with us is going to be like. A lot of times people will move or accept a move, and of course they know they have to move their house, they have to uh, get new schools, they have to do the physical part of the move. But a lot of times they're not thinking about how am I going to find that job, or they're just assuming that they're going to have to do it by themselves. And so when we're able to explain this, all of a sudden, a huge relief comes over them. Uh, The other interesting thing that we often advise our clients about is if the relocation management company is talking to the employee about this service, sometimes they'll say, oh yeah, we'll deal with that later. We advise actually that we have the opportunity to speak to the spouse partner up front because that individual's goals about their career might be to start earlier. And right. so if if you're just relying on what that employee is saying, that might not align with what the user of this service, especially on the job search side, would prefer. And that is also very similar to when we're talking to clients who are getting ready to move with the reload and they're selling their house. We want to talk to both decision makers Typically, there are two. And we want to talk to both decision makers at the same time. And we find that when you get both people, transferee and their spouse partner, on on the initial call at the same time, you're setting those expectations on the front end. You're hearing both sides. They're hearing each other. It's it makes such a big difference than trying to go back and talk to the spouse partner later after the initial yes. call, because now you're backpedaling is what I see. Um, in both scenarios, whether it's, you know, your scenario or mine, I see there's a lot of that can be backpedaling. So I love that. Um, so how would you, how do you at impact measure a successful uh, client experience, whether it's the employee experience or your corporate client? Um, interest, this is an interesting question because a lot of times on the uh, in, in the world of surveys, um, there might be one master survey going out from a relocation management company covering everything and the employees filling that out. The interesting thing of our service is that oftentimes the spouse or partner is the primary user of the service. And so actually Mm -hmm. uh, having the employee fill that out is a secondary, um, um, is providing secondary information, secondhand information. Um, But on the other hand, what we're selling to our corporate clients is the fact that your employees are going to feel that much more relieved and comfortable and productive by having this service. So, um, so therefore they should, even if they don't know all the details of the service, they should feel connected like we did a good job. Um, 
So there's a, a number of interesting variables uh, along the lines of um, the, the formal measuring of the customer satisfaction, right. if you will, in that process. Um, but what that has forced us to do is make sure that we are integrating the employee transferee much more in our process. If, if it's not you know, where they're involved in every meeting, it's more just like they're getting an update on what it is that Impact Group is doing with their mm-hmm. spouse or partner's uh, employment search. And that makes a big difference. So they feel connected. They, they do know that we're doing something, uh, even if they're not personally connected with it. Um, in most cases for us, a, a spouse is going to feel like they're most successful in our service uh, if they've landed a job and, and if they're happy with that experience. But you know what's interesting is because sometimes uh, the, the package that we're offering, uh, that we're able to offer because of the size of the um, benefit is not something where we're able to provide ongoing support over months and months and months. It's more of a, a job search kickstart. And so right. what is important to us in that a customer experience is that we're managing those expectations about what they're going to get up front and that we're delivering on those and that as best as possible, even if they don't land a job, which of course we want everyone to land a job, but right. in the case that they don't land a job in the time that we're working with them, they are prepared where they can take those skills and, and proceed on their own. And actually, I've received a number of uh, surveys recently where someone has said, I'm so thrilled about the job I landed, but even more so, I have new skills that will last for my lifetime now that I can take with me. And so that's a great uh, testament to customer experience also. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd love to hear um, a couple actionable pieces of advice that you might have to maybe um, on the one hand, uh, executive um, people who are in executive roles that are thinking about a relocation, thinking about accepting one, thinking about applying for a relo um, in this job market environment that we're in. You have a couple of pieces of advice for them. And then secondarily, what couple pieces of advice might you have for a corporate client considering, you know, implementing your services into their policies? On the personal level, and this is something I talk about a lot about in the book, be clear about your brand. And one of the interesting things about branding is a lot of times in job search, people think about, you know, the resume or maybe the social media. I would still zoom out even further and think about your brand. What's the one thing or one or two things that you want to be known for and make sure that you're really clear on that so you can communicate that to others. This is important if you're in a job search or if you're if you have a job and you want to grow and take that next step or be identified for an opportunity for promotion or relocation. And then take time to reflect from time to time and be intentional on are you living out your brand promise? And is that, is, is that something that if you were to ask your boss or your boss's boss, can, are they aligned with what you're wanting to put out there to the world? Making sure that you are really clear about your brand is number one, going to help you uh, in making sure that your positioning yourself for success in job search or in your career, as well as in a job search, it helps to keep you really focused on 
remembering what's great about you because sometimes things can get tough mm-hmm. and remembering about you at your best and putting yourself in that mindset is going to help you even on your tough days. Absolutely. So then the second part of your question yes. on what to tell corporate clients, and, and this goes back to the corporate experience you were talking about. I have a client that a number of years ago told me, sometimes it's hard to put into words exactly what impact group is offering, but I know when someone hasn't taken their services because of the additional levels of chaos in that move. And that creates chaos in the corporate client's world as well. And so that peace of mind that things are going to go more smoothly, there's going to be uh, more productivity, more uh, higher likelihood of retention. Those are the kinds of things that um, that speak to the corporate client and why this service is of value. And the bonus that you are taking a lot of that off their plates, off yes. their HR team, reload teams, plates. Um, and they don't have to be all things, you know, during this reload transfer. Um, so that is an amazing amount of advice. And I, I would really love for you to tell everybody where they'll be able to find your book and how they can find you. Okay, wonderful. Well, again, the book is called Take Control of Your Job Search, 10 Emotions You Must Master to Land the Job. It's available on Amazon for pre-order right now. And on July 14th, it will be available in Kindle and hard copy. And then it'll be available in other um, bookstores as well. And um, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn. My name is Lauren Herring again. And uh, Impact Group is www.impactgrouphr.com. Beautiful. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk with us. Um, your information is is invaluable. I know that to our listeners. I want to thank our listeners for listening and tuning in today. I'm proud to share the show with you as these stories prioritize the customer experience as well as the employee experience as a legit business strategy, reminding us that no matter the business you are in, whether it be HR, relocation, coaching, or real estate, the customer experience should always be the heart of the business.